God. Amen. While you're standing this morning, Jeremiah chapter 32. Jeremiah chapter 32, starting with verse 1. Jeremiah chapter 32. Jeremiah chapter 32, starting with verse 1. And the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord in the tenth year of Zedekiah, king of Judah, which was the eighteenth year of Nebuchadnezzar, for then the king of Babylon's army besieged Jerusalem, and Jeremiah the prophet was shut up in the courts of the prison, which was in the king of Judah's house. Zedekiah, king of Judah, had shut up, shut him up, saying, Wherefore, dost thou prophesy and say, Thus saith the Lord, Behold, I will give this city into the hand of the king of Babylon, and he shall take it. And Zedekiah, king of Judah, shall not escape out of the hands of the Chaldeans, but shall surely be delivered into the hands of the king of Babylon. And shall speak with him mouth to mouth, and his eyes shall behold his eyes. And he shall lead Zedekiah to Babylon, and there shall he be until I visit him, said the Lord. Though ye fight with the Chaldeans, you shall not prosper. And Jeremiah said, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Behold, Ahemiel, the son of Shemuelim, Thine uncle shall come unto thee, saying, By thee, my field that is in Anath, for the right of redemption, is thine to buy it. So Hemiel's, mine uncle's son, came to me in the court of the prison, according to the word of the Lord, and said unto me, By my field, I pray thee, that is Anath, which is in the country of Benjamin. For the right of inheritance is thine, and the redemption is thine. Buy it for thyself. Then I knew that this was the word of the Lord. And I brought the field of Hebiel, my uncle's son, that was in Enith, and weighed him the money, even seventeen shackles of silver. And I subscribed the evidence and sealed it, and took witnesses and weighed him the money in the balance. So I took the evidence of the purchase, both that which was sealed according to the law and custom, and that which was open. And I gave the evidence of the purchase to Barak, the son of Neriah, the son of Manasseh, in the sight of Hamiel, mine uncle's son, and in the presence of the witnesses that subscribed the book, of the purchase before all the Jews that sat in the court of the prison. And I charged Barak before them, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Take these evidences and the ev- this evidence of the purchase 
both which is sealed and this evidence which is open, and put them in an earthen vessel, that they may continue many days. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, houses and fields and vineyards shall be possessed again in this land. Now when I had delivered the evidence of the purchase unto Barak, the son of Neariah, I prayed unto the Lord, saying, Our Lord God, behold, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thy great power, and stretched out arm, and there is nothing too hard for thee. Thou showest love and kindness unto thousands, and recompenses the iniquities of the fathers into the bosom of their children after them. The great and mighty God, the Lord of hosts, is his name. Great in counsel and mighty in work, for thine eyes are open upon all the ways of the sons of men, to give everyone according to his ways and according to the fruits of his doings, which has set signs and wonders in the land of Egypt, even unto this day, and in Israel, and among other men, and has made thee a name as of this day. And I want to minister a while from this thought, simply evidence. Evidence. Father, I praise you again. God, you are the great I am, the way, the truth, the life, and the door. You are the great I am, Lord, and I praise you and I thank you, Lord. For your goodness and mercy, in Jesus' name, amen. And you may be seated. Evidence. A little humor, there was a story told of an animal group that the animals decide, after working hard one day, they all decided that they would have a party to celebrate their time. They had been working hard in the fields all day, and they had been in the hot sun and being scorched and tormented by their work. So finally to celebrate their harvest, these animals decided that they want to have a party. So they made a degree that everyone would go home and get cleaned up and come to the party. So as they was all in the party, they was rejoicing and having a great time among each other. And all of a sudden the host, Brother Bear, smelt something. And Brother Bear began to sniff around to try to see if he could find out what was calling the stench in the party. So he began to call to all the animals. First he called Mr. Rabbit. He says, Mr. Rabbit, is that you? And Mr. Rabbit says, I'm sorry, Mr. Bear, it's not me. He called Mr. Cat. So Mr. Cat, is that you? And Mr. Cat says, no, it is not me, Mr. Bear. As the stench began to get a little worse, he called Mr. Dog. He says, Mr. Dog, is that you? Mr. Dog says, no, Mr. Bear, it is not me. The bear went through the list until the last there was a polecat left. And he called the polecat and said, Mr. Polecat, is that you? And Mr. Polecat says, if you guys are going to start that mess, I'm leaving. And so when the polecat left, the scent left. The evidence was found. When there's a crime that takes place, if you ever notice they block off the scene because they are looking for evidence to help them to be able to solve the crime that has taken place. 
the least little thing that is found can help a police officer or the crime investigating personnel to be able to solve their crime. They are looking for proof for anything that will help them to be able to disclose the case that they are studying. Jeremiah, who was in prison, received the word from the Lord that his uncle's son was going to come to him and was going to sell him a piece of property and that he was to buy this property even though they were going to go into captivity, but that he would bring the people back to that very place and to that very land. And so he told him to buy the property. And so Jeremiah says... I brought the property and I subscribed it. Uh, in other words, I wrote in a book and I showed the proof that I had purchased. Uh, and what I had purchased, one was sealed and the other was unsealed, but they were both placed in earthen vessels. Uh, notice that the same evidence that was without was also what was within. It was placed uh, in an earthen vessel. Paul right into the church at Corinth in the Second chapter, chapter four, verse thirteen. Verses 3 through 7. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to him who are lost, and whom the gods of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves for your sake, for God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, have shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God and the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Paul says we have a treasure in these earthen vessels. The power of the Holy Ghost inside you and I is a treasure that's worth more than silver and gold. You cannot put a price tag on the Holy Ghost. Peter says that you will not redeem with corruptible things as silver or gold, but you was redeemed by the precious blood of Jesus Christ, amen, as a lamb spot from the foundation of the earth. This purchase process, amen, was given by Jesus Christ on Calvary for you and I. He purchased our salvation for us. Calvary speaks of the evidence that God has purchased you and I. Every time we see the cross, it should be an evidence of God's goodness, of God's mercy, of God's grace towards you and me for such a time as this. It was the evidence, amen, that proved that he has purchased you and me. We have this knowledge, Paul says, in an earthen vessel, this glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. Paul would write to Timothy, his protege, and without controversy, great 
is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received back up in the glory. We have inside of us this glorious knowledge of Jesus Christ. Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful. Counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Of his government increase, there shall be no end. We have this evidence inside of us now of the proof of the purchase. It is not tears running down your face. It is not the clothes that you wear. It is not how much you give unto the church. It's not how many scriptures you can quote or how good you can preach. The evidence is the Holy Ghost uh, that is inside of you. For if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, uh, he is none of his, Paul says. But I come to tell you today that you can have the Spirit and the evidence of the proof of purchase. For the Spirit itself bear witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then we are heirs, heirs of God. And join heirs with Christ. If so be we suffer with him, we may also be glorified together with him. When Peter was sent by the Spirit to Cornelius' house, and Peter in the Acts, the 10th chapter, verse 43 says, To him gave all the prophet witness that through his name, Whosoever believed in him should receive remission of sins. While Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word. And they of the circumcision which believed was astonished, as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Then answered Peter, Can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized which have received the Holy Ghost as well as we? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then prayed they him to tarry there certain days. What was the evidence that they had received the gift of the Holy Ghost? It wasn't tears running down their face, even though that may have happened. It was not them jumping up and hugging and shaking Peter's hand, even though that may have happened. No, my friend, the proof of evidence uh, that they had received, the same evidence that the early church did on the day of Pentecost was they began to speak with other tongues uh, as the Spirit of God uh, gave them the utterance, uh, as it is recorded in Acts 2. And when the day of Pentecost uh, was fully come. They were all in one accord uh, and one place. Uh, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as there's a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues uh, like as a fire and it set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost uh, and began to speak with other tongues uh, as the Spirit gave them the utterance. Uh, so on the day of Pentecost you can see that they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them the utterance. It was not somebody telling 
them words to say. It was not somebody said, shake my hand. The Spirit of God moved in, and God began to take control of their tongues, and they began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit of God gave the utterance. And this is why in Acts 10, you see, Peter says that they received the Holy Ghost as well as we did from the beginning. So these same people began to speak with other tongues, the evidence that they had received the Holy Ghost. It was their initial evidence that they had received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, that spirit that Joel had prophesied in the last days, said God, I will pry to my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall dream dreams, and your old men shall see visions, and on my servants and handmaidens, well, I'm part of that day of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in the heavens above, and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapors of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness, and the moon into blood, before that great and notable day of the Lord shall come. And whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. The evidence, initial evidence, is speaking with other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. When Peter got called on the carpet for going to the house of the Gentiles, the Bible says in Acts chapter 11, verse 4, But Peter rehearsed the matter from the beginning, and expounded by order unto them, saying, I was in the city of Joppa praying. And in a trance I saw a vision. A certain vessel descended as it had been a great sheet let down from heaven by four corners. And it came even to me upon that which I had fasted, fasted mine eyes. I considered and saw four-footed beasts of the earth and wild beasts and creeping things and fowls of the air. And I heard a voice saying unto me, Arise, Peter, slay and eat. But I said, Not so, Lord, for nothing common or unclean hath at any time entered into my mouth. But the voice answered me again from heaven, What God hath cleansed, that call not thou common. And this was done three times, and all were drawn up again into heaven. And behold, immediately there was three men already come unto the house where I was, sent from Caesarea unto me. And the Spirit bade me go with them, nothing doubting. Moreover, these six brethren accompanied me, and we entered into the man's house, and he showed us how he had seen the angel in his house, which stood and said unto him, Send men to Joppa, and call for Simon, whose surname is Peter, who shall tell thee the words whereby thou and thy house shall be saved. And as I began to speak, the Holy Ghost fell on all them as on us at the beginning. Then remembered I the word of the Lord, how he said, John indeed baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. For as much then as God gave them the like gift, as he did also unto us, who believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, what was I that I could withstand God? When they heard these things, they held their peace and glorified God. 
God says, then have God also of the Gentiles granted repentance unto life. Amen. Peter is recapping what happened in the 10th chapter before the council. He said they received the Holy Ghost. He says, I was sleeping in a trance and a sheep came down from heaven with all the unclean animals because it was forbidden for Jew to touch anything uncommon and unclean. And Peter says, not so, Lord. I've never touched anything common or unclean. But God says to him, do not call anything common or unclean which I have clean. In other words, Peter says, God was saying, I'm sending you to the Gentiles. I'm sending you to the uncircumcision. And when Peter came into Cornelius' house in the 10th chapter, and he began to speak about Jesus Christ, the Holy Ghost fell on all them that was in the house. And they of the Gentiles received the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. As the Spirit of God gave the utterance the same way they did on the day of Pentecost at the initial sign of the church. Until you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues as the Spirit of God give the utterance. You are none of His. You need to know that you have received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. It's free to you. Jesus says you have not because you ask not. But everyone asks, receive. And everyone seeks, shall find. And everyone knock, the door will be open unto you. It is for you. It's a free gift. Jesus promised it so you can receive it for yourself. Do you have the evidence inside of you? If you never get this evidence, your life will never change. You will keep walking in the flesh. And Paul says, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But you're not in the flesh. In the spirit of, so be that the spirit of Christ dwell in you. And once you have the, the initial evidence, then you get the other evidence, the outward evidence. You get love. Amen. Because God is love. You get joy because the joy of the Lord is your strength. You get peace because it's the, He is the prince of peace. You get long suffering or patience. You get gentleness, you get goodness, you get faith, you get meekness, and you get temperance. These are your outward evidence that you have received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. But inside of you is the spirit of Almighty God. Jeremiah subscribed the evidence. He put it in an earthen vessel. Amen. And he told him to secure it in an earthen vessel. When you get the Holy Ghost inside, Amen. Your outward evidence is a reflection of what is inside of you. Amen. The joy, the love, the peace, the long-suffering, the goodness. What's out is going to be inside. These are the attributes of Almighty God that is in you. Do you have the evidence that you have been born again of the water and of the Spirit? Do you have the evidence that Christ lives here? 
Do you have the evidence? Amen. Growing inside of you. How's your church attendance record? How's your church prayer record? How's your church giving record? How's your Bible reading record? Where is your evidence that you are a Christian? Where is the evidence that you have been born again? Don't walk around with your head down. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be you lifted, you everlasting doors. Voice shall come in. Who is this King of Glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted, you everlasting doors. And the King of Glory shall come in. Who is this King of Glory? The Lord of Hosts. He is the King of Glory. Praise God. Do you have the evidence? What's on the inside? Remember that song, I got Jesus on the inside, he's working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. I got Jesus on the inside, he's working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. I got Jesus on the inside, he's working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. Oh, what a change in my life. Then somebody say, I got the Holy Ghost on the inside. He's working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. See, you gotta have the evidence. Amen. Paul says, I thank my God I speak in tongues more than you all. You've got to have that evidence. It's given to you. Isaiah says he's given you a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that you might be called trees of righteousness, the planet of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Amen. Inside of you is the power of Almighty God. Inside of you, as David said, I can run through a troop, and I can leap over a wall. He says, as the heart pent for the water brook, so penteth my soul at the view, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my meat day and night. Why they continue to say to me, where is thy God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul within me. For I went with the multitude the house of God with joy and praise. I went with the multitude on the holy day. He says, Why art thou cast down, O my soul? Why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God. I shall yet praise him, who's the health of my countenance. There's something inside that shut up, Jeremiah said, in my bones, and I could not stay. I've got to go tell it. Something about this Holy Ghost inside of me is joy unspeakable and full of glory and the half has not yet been told. There's something about the Holy Ghost. I can't explain it, but I got it. It'll make you feel good. It'll make you shout. As Brother G.T. Haywood said, it'll make you spit and sputter to let you know you got her. Amen. I'm here to tell you, it's something about the Holy Ghost. I can't explain it, but I got it. You need it. 
it. You need it. You need it. You need it. There's something about the Holy Ghost. I can't explain it, but you need it. And you can have it if you want it. Praise God. Evidence. You don't have to open your mouth. All you do is just walk in the room. Somebody's know. The evidence is there. Praise God. Hallelujah. When Jesus told the disciples, one of you are going to betray me, they started looking for evidence. And says, who is it? <laughs> Which one? Who is it? Asked him, who is it? They was looking for evidence. Amen. Who it was. When they told them that the Lord is go away and come again, they started looking for evidence. What should be the sign? Are you coming again? They wanted some evidence. When Tamar betrayed herself as a harlot and slept with Judah, and when Judah tried to pay, make up for it, amen, they couldn't find her. God went and says, an old harlot here. He says, what? When he found out it was his daughter-in-law, Tamar, he said, bring her forth and kill her. She deserved to be put to death. She says, well, take these evidences. <laughs> says, whose bracelet is this? Whose staff is this? Whose signet is this? And Judah says, boy, she's smarter than what I thought. Amen. She had evidence that what was inside of her belonged to this guy that was outside that owned these evidences. Hey, what can I tell you, church? When you say you got the love of God, when you say it's joy unspeakable, when you got the outward evidence, there's something bubbling inside of you says this Christ lives here. And that inside of me that's birthed inside is of the sameness on the outside. Amen. It's all part of the same one. Amen. I'm coming to tell you today, you need the evidence inside and out. Amen. Because he's coming looking for those who have the evidence. Because if none of us have that spirit of his, we are none of his. Amen. But if you've got that evidence, you're supposed to rejoice. You're supposed to dance. You're supposed to sing. Because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Amen. Hallelujah. So he subscribed the evidence and he placed it in an earthen vessel. Amen. And we are the earthen vessel that he desires to take up residence inside of us. Let's stand this morning. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you're here today and you don't have the evidence, hey, it's a free gift. It's a free gift for the asking. See, we walk by faith. And you can step out today on faith and receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Don't worry about what other people think. Amen. No one can save you but God. Amen. And he wants you to have this spirit. Amen. If I had a million dollars in an envelope and say, who want it? Man, everybody come and get it. But you know what? A million dollars cannot compare to the Holy Ghost. The only thing that's going to get you out of here is the Holy Ghost. 
and you need His Spirit. So I want to open these altars this morning. Amen. If you need the Holy Ghost, I want you to come. Amen. And believe God that you're going to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost when you come. When you step out on faith, amen, you believe it, amen, this morning. Praise God. If you need to be renewed, amen, step out on faith. You can be renewed again, amen, all over again, amen. God wants you to be born again of the water and the Spirit, amen. These altars are open, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God, I praise you for the evidence, oh God. I thank you, Lord Jesus, again this morning, Lord. Hallelujah, God, I praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, 